shit, shit, shit show. It's a fucking shit show. Shit show. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Shit Show Saturday. And you know what? I thought that Kathy was the longest standing shit show, but you are, Adela. Oh, wow. You are the old timer. The OG. The OG. How did you find it again? Through another podcast? No. So how I found you was, well, I was already trying to figure out my shit. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah, figure (laughs) all that out. And when I was working remotely with a different employer, so I was by myself all day. I was listening to podcasts. So I was searching and I found, I I was already familiarized with the term adult child by my therapist. Uh I'm not with him anymore, but that's something that's kind of beyond either one of our control. But at the time he mentioned adult children. So I was like, okay, well, I'll look it up. And that's how I found you. And here we are. Okay. What song do you want to play when you walk into a room? Hands on my mood, but I like anything by Ed Sheeran. You got to give me something. You have to give me a song. Give me a song. What's that new song? Here we go. Yeah, Bad Habits. There you go. Carbohydrate. That's going to have to be a two-part question, and I'll tell you why. Some of them will be two-part questions. Of course. So... I was about week, two weeks ago, I was told I have gestational diabetes, like about 20 weeks pregnant. So they reduced, it's like, if you love carbs, it's like your worst nightmare because they reduce all the carbs. My friend Chelsea had that too. Mm-hmm. You can only have like 20 a day, 20, 20 grams a day or something, right? It's per meal. Okay. So before it was French fries or like homemade French fries. And then now there's like these little sandwich things that I like to have um you get them like at sprouts and not whole food okay what is it called ozery let me that's a funny spelling it's o-z-e-r-y how are you making your fries at home i would just fry them like regular oil just fry them in the frying pan like in a pan and then i would drain them yeah i would drain them and yeah we got like these little like they call them bacon sponge it's this cow that you put your fried food over and it's supposed to absorb all the oil so Okay, cheese. Cheese, that I could have. So um, usually I like fresh cheeses, but lately I've been having a lot of the mozzarella sticks, the ones in the little packaging. And it's just easier because if you're on the go, you're busy. Like string cheese? String cheese, yeah. I love me some string cheese. Okay, and then condiment prior to it would have been Thousand Island. Yeah. And then now, well, I could have a little bit of sour cream or Greek yogurt, but like, now I just like either if it's not I just been using a lot of spices, so I haven't found the condiment yet. I mean, the other day I did have some ranch, but I was dipping it in the fork, dipping the fork in the ranch container because I asked for it separately, and then I would just eat my salad with it. <laughs> yeah, just a little it. bit. Yeah, that's perfect. You're dressing it individually, dressing each bite. Yeah. Okay, so you said that your therapist had told you about the term do you remember the conversation well he asked me about you know they always ask you about your childhood and that's therapists do or they ask you or why you're should. there yeah they should <laughs> yeah well they ask you why you're there and then that's when it came up he had a similar upbringing and he i'm assuming he had done the work either when he was in school 
I know it was prior to him, him being a therapist or maybe it's something that was required of him or something. But so that's when he brought that term. His, you know, I would tell him things about, he asked me my, about my relationship with my parents, my relationship with my mom. It was okay for the most part. There's some things I didn't really notice at the time until I got older. And some of them, she kind of brought them to light. And then when I thought about it, like, okay, that makes sense. And then my dad, we've never really gotten along. We've never really been close. So. And so, okay, so let's talk about your childhood. If you could describe it in one word, it'd have to be chaotic. Not chaotic because my parents are always arguing. And it was kind of, especially with my dad, he had a temper. So it was very hard to tell when he was in a good mood or when he was in a bad mood. Mainly, if anything set him off, he would mm-hmm. basically take it out on my mom. He would argue. He would argue behind closed doors, but we still knew there was stuff going on. Yeah, you could hear it. And you could hear it. Or you knew, you know, even as a, you know, general human people know, there's mm-hmm. like something going on, something's lost and whatnot. So, and then there's times where we couldn't even have, we didn't really go out as much as the family, but when we did, that was, that didn't even work out either. So then my dad would get mad over something stupid. And yeah, he was very possessive of my mother. Like he didn't like her talking to like other men or like, even if it wasn't romantic or sexual in a way, he was still very possessive. So he didn't want her. What was your relationship like with him as a kid? I was scared of him. Like my mom, I don't remember this, but my mom said that when I was an infant, try to pick me up and I clawed his face. Wow. I don't remember that, of course, but I mean, I could see why. I do remember early memory for some reason. I don't know why he did it, but I remember him hitting her with like a cord from like an iron, an ironing. Yeah. So I don't know why he did it. Yeah. He hit her. He whipped her with a cord Mm. from an iron. So I don't know what happened. I was very young. I would say maybe three or four. I would say that I remember that. So, but they got divorced when I was twelve. So things were became a little better for a little bit. He wasn't around as much. I mean, he did as a provider. He did, you know, give money and stuff. Still, it wasn't there like a fatherly type of person. He wasn't really like there. It was mainly my mom that did most of the parenting, parenting stuff. Yeah, and it's kind of difficult and like with some like patriarchal culture so like a mexican mm-hmm. so it's kind of typical in them mm-hmm. although like with the newer generations they're becoming a little bit more involved which is good so do you remember when your mom told you that they were getting a divorce not really but i well i do remember a little bit of it i don't remember like per se but she's the one that went filed for divorce she got one of these um notaries that to do it and he ended up filing in some other county and i was actually happy because like for a long good. time even as a kid, like those most kids that would get traumatized that their parents getting divorced and now they get sad. I actually wasn't sad. I was actually happy. I figured that if my dad got rid of my dad, everything mm-hmm. would be okay. Mm-hmm. So do you remember, did your mother talk to you about like your father's anger when you were a kid? Do you remember that at all? Um, very little. She told me as I was in a like little older, like in a, a teenager. Like one time, I guess she he got mad because she had bought something from the grocery store and 
Uh, I have half siblings on both sides of my, you know, both parents have had other kids. But for some reason, my dad thought that my mom went and used, bought that food and made it for her kids. So my half brothers. And it turned out that it wasn't for that. It was for something. It was for something for the house. But because he put an account for it right away, he got mad. And was he drinking? No, that's the thing. If he was drinking or if he was a drug addict, at least he could kind of rationalize it. But Mm -hmm. as a kid, he can't really rationalize. He didn't know. Like, why would he get angry over those things? I think now with everything I've been working on, I think he's a narcissist. But I'm not 100% sure because he says he's been going to therapy and he's been doing all this stuff. But some of the stuff he does, it kind of reminds me of things that a narcissist would do. Like, you can't accept being challenged and things like that. So, like, a very, he's a very difficult person to talk to. Like, yeah, he doesn't, like, he doesn't like me having cats. So, that's why he doesn't visit me. Like, my mom, she... She does. She's like, well, I don't like that your cats are in indoor, outdoor, because, you know, they bring in dirt and stuff, but she's okay with them. She'll like, you know, if it's dirty, she'll just like wipe it off and then sit on there. Like, as if my dad, he's like, no, I'm not going to step into uh, into your apartment because you have cats and they're disgusting, filthy creatures. And I'm like, okay, then that's your choice. I'm not going to force you. You can't trust a man that doesn't like cats. My husband likes cats, so that's good. Or I think my cat likes him better than Sometimes I think the cat likes him better than me. Like, <laughs> I feed you, dude. Why don't you like me? But yeah, he likes us both. But I That's think funny. he likes him better. I'm the one that feeds you. And then, but you're, there was alcoholism in other parts of the family, right? Yeah, my extended family. On your dad's side or your mom's side? I was on both, actually. Uh-huh. They weren't alcoholics. So it was pretty much, if you could describe your marriage, it was like two adult children that should never have gotten together. Mm. to untreated adult children what do you know about your parents upbringings well i know for my mom i know a little bit i know that my grandma had like a bunch of kids like 19 kids 19 9 10 kids oh no not 19 that's a lot nine is nine is a lot too (laughs) yeah so i know that one of my eldest aunts i would raise helped raise her because my grandma or something, you know, I don't know. My grandpa was an alcoholic. They were very, they could, they were farmers in Mexico, but my grandpa would drink the money. So they could have had like a decent living, but because he drank it all away, that, you know, money could only go so far. And then my dad, I know that my grandparents separated before my dad was born. So they had a ton of kids to like, I want to say six, seven. I, they've had kids die like in childbirth and since then so i'd have to like stop, like do the math i would say about six eight kids i don't know i might be wrong but so they got divorced right before my dad was born because i guess my grandpa thought that my dad wasn't his and so mm-hmm. my grandmother my maternal grandmother raised my dad on her own with help of her dad of my great-grandfather i didn't know this until we were wow. dying therapy but and then my grandpa my paternal grandfather he kept all the other kids and raised them and then but did his parents stay together and like he just got rid of your dad and gave it to the grandparents and then your and then your no, grandmother no, no. stayed with him so, no my grandmother moved she okay. moved out with my because she was pregnant and then my grandpa my paternal grandfather kept all the other kids wow but yeah there's like out of those uncles those they did have 
quite a bit of, let's see, there's like one of them that, there's one uncle from that family, from my dad's side, that died of alcoholism. They found him slumped over in his car, so I don't know if maybe his heart started working or something happened, else happened, or maybe contributed to that. So, and because of that, I don't remember seeing him, but for some reason, I would envision him in a car, like in a beetle. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of beetles, Volkswagen beetles down there. And I just, I don't know, that was just like in my head for some reason. I don't remember seeing him, but for some reason, that image was stuck in my head. Mm. And then that would, of course, kind of influence in one of my relationships because he was, that the guy I was with, he was an alcoholic. And I had a fear that he would end up dead like my uncle. Mm-hmm. I wasn't close to him or anything, so I don't know why it just stuck in my head since I was very young. Probably heard your parents talk about it, maybe. Yeah, it could be. But no, it was like, I don't know, like it was visual, it was weird. Like if I was there, I don't know, but it was, it was very weird, but. But yeah, so that's how their upbringings were. And then they met here when they both came up here. But yeah, when they got divorced, things were a little better. But then we kind of noticed some of my mom's like, some of her like bad traits. She was very overprotective. I do know that when she was young, she got raped. And then she Mm -hmm. had to marry the guy that raped her. So she was like, she wouldn't like really do stuff. Like she was afraid of me. Like when I came in a, uh, like a, a young adult she didn't want me to like go out and party and she's like all oh, these she'd think all these bad things would happen and all that you know crime shows and all this you don't really have I mean we did have a stint where there's this guy that was doing like kidnapping and raping girls that were going to the college here but other than that I mean we never really worried too much about crime where I was at but still in her head she always thought that some bad guy was gonna like get us and she yeah she was just very like particular about that so cashback is not available on gas in new jersey and wisconsin hey good morning you're heading the airport right yeah thanks for checking i like the car how long have you been a rideshare driver about three years now but i really enjoy it isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high not for me i use upside the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy wait a minute are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the upside app yep i get real cash back every time i get gas does that actually add up to anything i'll make around 200 to 300 dollars wow that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. When do you feel like you started to notice the impact of your upbringing impacting your life? It was uh, during my relationship. So when I was in high school, I didn't really date. So it was mm-hmm. like in my early 20s is when I was dating. So I dated this one guy. He's an old guy. That an old school. guy? <laughs> no, he was, an old, he was an old acquaintance, I guess. Okay. An old he guy. Was, uh, he was like 70. Was, <laughs> no, no, no. I have daddy issues, but not that bad. (laughs) So he was an old acquaintance and he was a brother of one of my old friends from middle school. So we didn't really, her and I didn't pick up our friendship, but then I started dating her brother. We were off and on for about seven, eight years. He talked about getting married, but he never really had a stable job. Mm -hmm. So then, so that was one thing that we fought over. 
He also had a temper. I don't know, someone that seems familiar. <laughs> he didn't hit me or anything, but he would blow up and break things. So, and then I ended up getting pregnant from that relationship. I had a miscarriage. And he wasn't really around. Part of it was because I had to put a restraining order because he decided to one day, he got mad at me over something stupid. He decided that he wanted my mom to run him over so he could press charges against her. And he started chasing us in the car. We were, my mom and I were in the car, started chasing the car in hopes that she would run him over (laughs) in the parking lot. That's something that my dad would do. So I was like, oh God like i don't need this shit like i'm already pregnant (laughs) i have to deal with all the other stuff i can't have you know this person just acting like a dumbass so i had we got the restraining order so my mom got it for about a year and then because we didn't want him trying to pull some shenanigans or something and i because i was pregnant they told me well it's gonna last until you give birth and then at that point you got to go to family court and figure Mm -hmm. all this stuff out with custody and all that because you can't you know keep the kid from them so yeah it was gonna then I had the miscarriage How long but after luckily that? it was about a month or two after mm-hmm. but luckily it was good for like six months so it ended like in like January February the following year and then you know I reached out to him because I mean he was gonna look for this kid and you know I had to tell him hey I miscarried and he did also threaten to like harm me if I did like had an abortion or mm. he, he he would say all sorts of things. So I was like, Hey, I just want to be upfront with you. I didn't have this kid. I had this, you know, I even had, even did not an autopsy. They did like a pathology report and they figured that he, my, my baby had what's called trisomony 13. So it was an extra chromosome and a 13 pair. And that can cause mm. there like a lot of birth defects. We don't know what causes it. It's mm. similar to Down syndrome, but with Down syndrome, it's in the 21st year. It's a little less severe. But with this one, they have like, they're like polydactyl. Sometimes their eyes are set really close or like the, I even saw a picture of like a cyclops looking baby. So like oh, baby God. that had one eye. It was really Ooh. scary. If you look that up, don't do it in the dark. <laughs> I did that. My brother was like, boo, the same one that, you know, decided to run away from the cops. And he always thinks that, we always thought that was funny. That he would always like, what are you looking at? I was like, nothing. So, you know, but yeah, that's what I was, I always remember that because he did not, he was that type of person. He's always been that type of person. But yeah, so, you know, and then one day, it was like about a year or two, about a year and a half. After I had the miscarriage, he got mad over because I didn't want to go into the store with him because I had just worked a 12 hour shift. It was, was he an alcoholic? Yeah. No, that's the yeah. thing. He was an adult child. He grew up like in a single parent home. So I think, you know, another adult child. He wasn't. He, I wish he was because then I would explain something. <laughs> and then he tore off the rear view mirror and he punched the windshield. He cracked it. He didn't break it, but he cracked it. And I was like, what the hell did he do that for? And I was like, well, what how the, the hell, hell did you do get... that for? <laughs> it was just stupid. I don't know. Like, I understand he wanted to spend time with me, but I was like, dude, I'm tired. I just worked from like nine to nine. Yes, my job isn't physically demanding, but you have to deal with a lot of people's questions, a lot of people's bullshit. And I'm an introvert, so I kind of needed time to decompress. So, yeah. And then the next one was the alcoholic? 
the next one was an alcoholic. So about a year after all that shit happened, I got with this guy. So this one, I didn't meet him at a bar or anything. I've met him at this bike place where like bicycle shop where it's pretty much where you can like work on your bikes and things like, like bike that. Like bike or it's motorcycle? So uh, no, bike. bike okay. And I was there with a friend and, you know, he... I had to go do something and then my friend ended up helping him because he's like mm-hmm. you that's the front my friend I was with at the time he was very sociable very you know like extroverted the total opposite of me and then when I come back he's like hey I met this guy and he wants to know if he's like want to hang out like want to hang out I'm like yeah sure so we went to a bar I didn't know he was you know he was alcoholic or all his other issues because he had issues with the baby mama I guess he had just split up with her they weren't married or anything but they had three kids and then yeah he was like hey I'm trying to like figure this out blah 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 Mike was very charming he was very nice he he didn't at least with me he didn't have a temper so like if he got mad he would like he rather than deal with it like talk about it he'll just like hide so he was like the total opposite of my first step so, and then, you know, we we, start, we were dating and, well, you have baby mama drama, which I didn't know how to deal with because I never dealt with that before. And then, of course, the alcoholism. There's times where I would find bottles underneath the bed and uh, he started taking money. Luckily, I didn't keep too much money in the house. Mm-hmm. He didn't, like, take cards or anything, but just any cash you had lying around, he would take. And then between, you know, all that, he... It just wasn't working out and, you know, his baby mama issues, that was something else. She was like, oh no. He would lie a lot too. So he would say that he would tell her one thing, tell me another thing. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, you need to figure this out. So the last time, because we got, we split up and then he passed me off and I knew he had a warrant. So my crazy ass decided to call in his warrant and got put into prison. For a couple of Did months. Did he know that I, it was you? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. told, well, his ex told him, and then I was like, yep, that was me. He asked me, and I was like, yep, that was me. <laughs> I didn't even hide it or anything. And, you know, at the time, he's like, you know, maybe that should have been time for you to go. But when he was locked up, he would, you know, the first time he would talk here and there. And, um, you know, he was different because, of course, he was sober. He wasn't drinking. Mm-hmm. Although they say you can make fake or whatever yeah. booze in prison. Pooch. Pooch. <laughs> yeah. In the toilet. <laughs> he didn't drink any of that. So, but when he was, and his mother had told me, hey, you know, when he's locked up, he's one way. But then when he comes out, it just, it just, he, he can't be in the real world. Mm-hmm. You know, because he just gets drunk. So it's like, okay. But, you know, I figured, you know, just give it a shot. So when he got out at that point, I started going to Ellen. How did you find out about it? Was your mom going at the time? She went years ago. She was trying to figure out her dysfunction, I think. She grew up with a, you know, I'll call it calm, but she didn't feel like it fit in. And that's kind of where I was at too. It worked for me for a while, but then I figured I needed something else. Mm-hmm. And then with COVID and everything, that's when I stopped going. But when my ex got out from prison, we decided to try to figure things out and he started drinking again. He kind of figured out the whole thing with his ex. And I would say the breaking point with that was with my, uh, one day I had a, like a game night. Mm-hmm. I was in the middle of the work week. It wasn't like, uh, it was like on a Tuesday or Wednesday. So I invited a couple of friends, a couple of people from work. 
I figured, hey, well, if he's not going to show up and I'm just going to stay here at home, not doing anything, because I had asked him, hey, well, let me go with you and your kids to your games. You don't have to like hug me or anything, but I just want to like participate and be there because if I'm going to be part of your life, I kind of need to know your kids. But he never really wanted that. So Mm I was like, all right. So I started doing my own thing. I never like cheated or anything like that during that time. So, you know, I had everything set up. We're having a good time. Then he walks in all drunk. I had a studio, so, but we were outside in a little patio. So he decided to like pass out on my bed. And I started thinking, I was like, what if this was like a kid's birthday party? Like, mm-hmm. how would I explain that? I mean, we didn't mm-hmm. have any kids, but if I had any kids, how would I explain that to them? Yeah. Like, yeah. how would I tell them, yeah, your dad's drunk again, or, you know, your dad can't be here because of this. So then that's kind of where I started like, no, I can't do this. And I kicked him out that weekend. So he stayed in and out. Oh, and then that night, he broke a lamp. He got glass and blood on his foot, and he I couldn't even wake him up to see what was wrong with him. And then the next morning, he was like, hey, what happened? Why is there this red mark on the floor? And I was like, you don't remember? Well, you gashed your foot, and you broke this lamp, and I showed him the lamp, and that's when I kicked him out. He tried to reach out a couple times. Did um, he go back to jail? Up. He did, but yeah. not. It was further along in the story so he ends up with this other girl he ends up having a kid marrying her Mm -hmm. he ends up going back to prison but Mm -hmm. the reason he went back to prison was because his grandfather and him were working on this lady's house and he charmed his way into her house i guess she felt sorry for him let him stay there because i guess he didn't have a place to stay she goes on vacation for a week he ransacks the whole house they sell everything but they weren't gonna the only reason they got him is because she had firearms and as an ex felon you cannot have any firearms around you so that's why he went to prison give me some examples of where you've seen change and growth in yourself where i've seen change and growth oh oh i would say my relationships and being able to put boundaries especially now that i'm a business owner so sometimes you know, people, employees will ask for things and, you know, you try to tell them, well, you know, you have to not just think what's good for you, but also for your business. That's where it comes into play and, you know, tell them, well, I'll think about it or you know, I'll give them a yes or no. and just like, oh, let me think about it or let's see where we're at this point and then we'll go from there and just more so taking things like step at a time mm-hmm. rather than just kind of trying to catastrophize things or you know just trying to overthink or worry about things that haven't even happened yet and trying to stay in the present so has being pregnant and you know becoming a mother has that brought anything up from your childhood a little bit I mean there's a lot lot, like a few things where I'm like I don't want to be like my parents so I want to make sure that I you know, I kind of catch myself in that and try not to repeat their mistakes. Uh, just basically that, you know, same thing. And in the beginning of the pregnancy, I was kind of trying not to overthink because of my previous pregnancy. Yeah, I it yeah. was um, I had a mis call it missed abortion, which pretty much um, I had to get like a DNC to have the fetus or the remains of the fetus taken out. So a lot of it was just like, okay, let's 
kind of see where we're at now that we're beyond that the 16 weeks then it's like okay well this is a little new so I just kind of I guess learn as you go so a lot of that I wasn't diagnosed with gestational diabetes when that pregnancy so that was different so well you know just mainly at first it was mainly looking at similarities and differences and then now it's just like okay just kind of looking at little things new things I'm excited for you when's your due date January 3rd but we'll see how that goes okay so what is three things that you like about yourself you think I like about myself? I'm I'm reliable. Let's see what else. Oh, I know you always ask this question. So come on, girl, you have got three things. I would say I'm pretty resourceful and I'm loyal to my friends. So you know, maybe you know. Sometimes some people say I have like a resting bitch face, but once people get to know me, they realize <laughs> I'm not that bad. So. Okay, hope or dream for the future. I hope to be a good parent to this baby, and I don't know if we'll have other babies, but we'll, at least to this one, I hope to be, you know, a good parent and, you know, raise a good human being, hopefully, and end the cycle of this family dysfunction. I don't know if it'll end with me, but maybe I'm hoping that we'll- We'll make some progress. For sure. What's your husband's deal? Does he, like, come from a normal family? Somewhat, but I think he has some child tendencies. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit more sensitive than I am when it comes to certain things. Like if I get angry or yell, he can be a little sensitive. I was, well, you know, because you're used to yelling all the time. After a while, you kind of, kind of sad. You can become desensitized to it. Yeah. So <laughs> he's a little. But you're sensitive. just hoping that's going to happen with him. You're like, just get used to it. You'll be used to it in no time. I know. Well, I'm so grateful for you. Why have you stuck around? Why haven't you left? Why haven't I left? Well, before finding this group or a group in general, I was just trying to find my place in the world or a place where um, there are people like me. So that's mainly that thing. You don't really hear much about adult children now. It's coming a little bit more popular with other uh, you know, bloggers and stuff. But that's the main thing. I think I found my place, so. Well, we love having you. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing this. We appreciate you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.